is recording. What? It's recording. <laughs> I made him. I made her press record, Mister Ro. It's very good now. Very good sound for podcast. And what part of the world is our guest from? Yeah, underprivileged foreign. Underprivileged foreign. Yes. <laughs> And that's it. Very poor. I pay for I pay for family by make a sound good on podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> I've never done that voice before in my life, but I'm <laughs> keeping it. Oh yes, I, I do soundboard very funny. Mama like it. Mama like it. You freaking me out. All right, stop it. <laughs> Shall we do this announcement? Shall we do the announcement? Strictly Shall- fucking business, baby. Um, we are. <gasps> Lit- <we're> Engaged. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh no, it's illegal. We can't. We can't so, hold hands. So I thought so you said, married. I you said it was illegal to be gay. Then that was going to be a ropey no, moment. It's morally reprehensible. Oh! <laughs> nice, nice against family. <laughs> Adam and Steve is good. Oh, uh, so. Ladies and gentlemen, fans of the podcast, have a word as weird as originals, the lids, the lidettes. We've got some news for you. We are slightly changing our schedule. Now, we I'm, I'm sure you're aware, we've known that this is coming for a while. We always said that once we got back to uh, our gig and lives, that we would change the schedule a little bit. We're not fully back. We know that the government are being bellwiths, but there are loads of gigs coming in now. Garden, driving... We are working again, aren't we? In we're working again. We're writing stand-up again. And also, the amount of editing we're doing at the minute for this podcast and putting stuff together, it's it's a lot to do. And look, the, the new schedule is going to be great for everyone, including you guys. So at the minute, as I'm sure you're very much aware, we release our episodes on the day we record them. We release them on Mondays and Fridays publicly. And our episode that we do uh, exclusively on Patreon, that is released every Wednesday. As of this week, we're slightly changing that. So from now on, on a Thursday, you will get the extra Patreon episode. If you are on patreon.com slash haveawordpod, you will get an extra episode every single week. There's also some other benefits. If you're one of our patrons, go to sign up at patreon.com slash haveawordpod. You get that extra episode every week, and that is just moving ever so slightly from Wednesday to Thursday. There's also going to be the video version of it, isn't there? Yeah, so at the minute, if you're a patron, you just get the audio. Uh, we don't video record the Patreon episodes, but we're going to start putting the full HD video up exclusively for patrons as well. So if you do prefer to watch your podcast instead of just listen to them, you want to see our cute little faces while we're making each other laugh, uh, you're going to now have that option, a little bonus for the patrons. Now, what's the other news, Dan? What are we doing with the public stuff? The public episode is going to be out on Monday You'll have seen it uh, in its current iteration. It's It's been out Fridays. It's with a guest. So it's basically, as it's been on a Friday, there's going to be a whole hour of me and King Lid talking. Bullshit. And then we're going to have a guest. Some weeks, we might not have a guest, and it might just be an Adam, but mainly it's going to be that format. That is going to be out on a Monday. So Monday is going to be the public episode release day. However... If you're a Patreon, you're going to get that a little bit earlier. That right? That right, Dan? Absolutely. So, as Dan's saying, from now on, there's only going to be one public episode a week, but it's going to be a fucking bumper episode. The first hour of the public episode will just be classic, have a word bullshit, just me and Dan, here in the fucking lid then. It's just going to be us two. Then we bring our guest in for the second half of the show. These episodes are going to be over two hours long most of the time. 
Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Those episodes, we're going to be recording them on Fridays, and we're going to be releasing them publicly on Monday. But if you are a Patreon, if you're supporting us financially through this awful pandemic, awful time, not being able to do as many gigs as we need to fucking feed our families, if you do that for us, you will get that Patreon episode at least... 24 hours before everyone else we're going to try and get that out on saturday afternoon for everyone but sometimes it might take us till a sunday we will guarantee you get it 24 hours early and sometimes it'll be as many as 48 if you are on patreon.com slash have a weird pod that's it isn't it so it's not a massive change it's the main episode out on a monday the patron will be out on a thursday there's now extra benefits for being a patron that starts at three pounds a month it can be five it can be ten you're going to get early release of content now added on to all the discounts all the discounts with live tickets the merch the extra episode i don't know of another patreon that has a full hour episode on as part of their privilege i just I don't, i've not heard of it some, maybe there some, is one some patrons do an extra episode every month don't we but we we're committing right now permanently there will always be an extra episode every single week for patreon members and by the way we're cutting this back to one episode publicly every week as a minimum sometimes if we feel a need if we've if we've got a quiet week if there's a comedian in town who we really want to get in for a guest episode we might occasionally just drop a surprise but from now on Every single Monday, there will be a public episode that will go out everywhere at the same time. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and the full HD episode on YouTube. The fucking tube? Yeah. Oh, and I've got another announcement as well. That lump I found on me gooch was a Rice Krispie. Oh, to worry about. <laughs> I can live, I can live. It's not gooch cancer. Or oh, you wouldn't want gooch cancer. You'd have to have a goochectomy. <sighs> I wasn't ready for gooch cancer to be two words pushed together <laughs> you, you, if you try and hijack the big announcement with banter that's how it goes shall we do an episode of the bullshit we love yes what's happening lids today's sponsor is beer 52 beer 52 is the uk's most popular craft beer discovery club if you're into your beers your ales your stouts beer 52 is the place for you they've teamed up with have a word this podcast baby to give our listeners a free case of eight beers you will get eight beers an award-winning beer magazine and a tasty snack you just pay the 5.95 postage you can pause or cancel your membership to this discovery club at any time but until you do that they're going to keep sending your beers they're gonna send you a different theme every month previous themes have included germany california belgium korea new zealand south africa and many many more every month you'll get a new theme of beers sent to your house and i'm telling you right now i signed up for this a few months ago myself and i ain't been cancelling anything i'm still tippling away just go to beer52.com slash word and claim your free case now that's b-e-e-r-5-2.com slash w-o-r-d do it now baby Please, go get yourself some free stuff on us. Don't forget to watch our very funny podcast videos on YouTube. You can subscribe at youtube.com forward slash have a word pod. Now, I'm getting the word nuts. Oh, Jesus. Don't be muscled again. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? Who the fuck is that guy? Have you never seen me before? Don't chat to me. I can see fumes coming off your pum pum look like petrol station. Disgusting. They go by Alan and Dave, Aaron and Dean, Grandad and the Yeti, or even Chanel and Denise. But what's for sure is they are the funniest leads in the podcast game. Don't be a Tory. Down your tabo shandy and tell a friend. This is Hava Wad. <laughs>
So, another source of announcements is we've got... Uh, well, how many announcements have you got? We're just going to do a full episode of announcements. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need a shit. <laughs> I always need a shit. Oh, no. That's every episode. Oh, jeez. Um, we've got uh, our, our friend and now colleague, Mr. Carl Riegler, sat on our couch can now. We, can we call him Producer Carl like we're like a fucking breakfast Carl. show? Should we just call him Carl? Should produce Carl. Like Joe Rogan Proddy calls Carl. Him just Jamie. Proddy Carl. You fucking Proddy cunt. Yeah, Proddy Carl. Fucking red. Oh, hang on. Sorry. We're always oh, on mic. Go on. Oh, yeah. Hello. Always uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, under pressure now. He doesn't usually sound this nuncy. No. Um, Mr. Carl's better. Please. Mr. Carl. Mr. Carl yeah. No, we're not calling you Mr. Carl. Why, that sounds we, like a shit fucking dance house. You're trying to make us sound more Asian so uh, that he no, feels you like you're still in Japan. No, no, Mr. Carl. <laughs> Carl Sensei is what it was. You can be, I was. Can be Carl. Did you make them call you when you were teaching in Japan? You made the kids call you Sensei Carl. No, that's that's the that's the way it is. I'm Carl Sensei in Japan. Fuck the fuck off. I swear to God, you can. Yeah, I'm. Carl Does Sensei, Sensei just mean teacher? He was teaching, no, he was teaching karate. I thought he was teaching English the whole time. On He's been side. teaching on the side. No, Carl, Carl Sensei just means Carl teacher. Right, and I am your teacher. So, oh no, come on, don't do your old school friend banter. I'm not having that. You can't. Well, we're not calling you sensei. That's so. Yeah. Now, because there's a couple of things that we've mentioned over the past week that I'd like to clear up, and there's one thing we mentioned yesterday that I'd like you to help me and him clear <laughs> up. Okay. Bumblegate. This has been a yeah. year. This, this was a year conversation. This. Yeah. One year. Right. So Bumblegate. First of all, I've been trying to convince Carl for a decade now that there was a girl in my school who didn't have a bumhole and got one plumbed in. Right, and he's told me for a decade that it's not possible. Can you just clarify? We did get an email, didn't we, saying someone else has been plumbed in? Yeah, we had a, uh, an email from a guy called Lewis who was like, "We literally had a, a guy in our class called called Poo Bag." Yeah, they call him Poo Bag, and they couldn't mark they couldn't mark him when they were playing football because he just released a valve in his poo bag, <laughs> and it would smell <laughs> utterly rank. And people were like, "Mate, I'm not marking him." So he just had free range. He just wandered around like fucking David Ginola. Okay, so, right, glad to clear that up, right? So, now, officially, that girl in our school, Kira, never had a bum Order, order, order. bit of business, go on, like it. Now, right, genuinely, I don't want to tell him which one of us believes what here. I want to see what he thinks, so he's not biased. Well, the fucking nonsense answer is yours, isn't it? Right, go on, don't right. get, let, go on. If you shoved, if you... <laughs> Oh, when does this go back from? <laughs> have you been debating this? He's just got back from Japan. He's just started working at Have a Word. This and you're is... like, right, we've got to deal with some serious <laughs> issues. Never mind the fucking well, schedule. you reminded me of it yesterday. So, look, right. It, imagine you were completely flexible, right? <sighs> oh, every part of your body, including your bones, are flexible, right? If you figure out a way what, like to gel? shove your head up your own ass, where would it come out? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> No, we'll give him a two you mean, options. Hang on, hang on. You're saying I'm so like I'm like a I'm trying to figure like out a weird time. 1950s superhero like Bendy Man. Yeah, I can turn myself into sort of like a a fluid like, and I can put myself yeah. so your back in myself. Yes, yeah, so your head goes up your ass. Where would it eventually come out? Where would the top of your head come out? And and it, I'm making myself into a tube to go into my bum to yeah. go through my digestive tract. Yeah, into my esophagus. Yeah. Uh, and out Just of my imagine mouth. You, imagine, yeah. Nah. Imagine. Fuck off. Imagine you've so your body's being cleared out. So there's no organs in the way. You're just like a shell, right? Yeah. So you're saying your head would go up your ass and it come out your mouth? Yeah, because it's just one tube. It's one tube. Thank you so but that much. is, but that is the, that your body is it's like a sock, innit? 
It, no, like your, a sock with a hole in. Your body is just a fucking is like an A road going right through. It becomes your belly, it becomes your, and then it it goes into your bowel. So yeah. you think you'd ever come out your mouth? Well, right. it, it would eventually, yeah. So some scissors or something can I cut a hole in these socks? Like, imagine, see what I mean? I'm so, well, sorry, Carl's not on camera, by the way, but he's never. Gonna Why be. are you saying a sock when a sock doesn't represent what you mean? You mean like a tube? So yeah, but like I'm tra- like I you're trying to make you. a sock into a tube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like if you put this sock Like eventually it would come out of itself wouldn't it <laughs> I do that Is this genuinely What is the basis of your best friendship Yeah I love it I love it yeah, He's gonna do fucking great on this isn't he Oh, he's oh the, we've he, got fucking you've, um, You're basically hey. both You're both forged in the fires of Bellend Do you melt dicks Do I melt dicks <laughs> Yeah Just answer Is it worth it Adam is it? <laughs> I feel like it is, you know. I feel like. Just let me put my sock back on. Good, really good example of that. <laughs> no, it's like it's, it's like this sock, except I can't cut the sock. <laughs> Were you actually going to cut a hole in your sock to prove a point? To just I fucking to, do anything to prove a point, me? Right. Oh, Adam, so you melt dicks though? Yeah. No, I don't melt you dicks. You do, don't you? Come on, you do melt dicks. God, look at Carl knows the punchline. Do you melt dicks though? I'm just playing the straight man. Do you melt dicks? No, I don't melt dicks. You do though. You do. There's no punchline. You do. Oh, it's just it's he just keeps going. <laughs> do you though? Come on. Do you just want me to say yes? Do you melt dicks? Yeah, I melt dicks. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you saying you melt dicks when you Fucking don't? Hell. You it's... don't melt dicks, do you? No. You do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Have you been lamped in the face a few times? Do you know when we talk about fighting? And I was like, I've been fighting since I was four. And in my head, I'm like, God, Liverpool's fucking nails. And then I think, I might just be Adam is really punchable, and he's had to fight since like fucking reception. <laughs> it wasn't me. This was him. So th- no, this we'd started from footy board. Basically, he, he knew I was in a bad mood, so he started doing that to me. So he'd go, look, right, play a game, right? Do, do you melt dicks? And I was go, yeah. And he'd go, no, but you don't. And then every, I'd go, right, I don't know. But, but you, you do, though, don't you? And it'd just go on and on forever and ever and ever. And I'd get more and more wound up. And then a few weeks later, he was in a mood. And I started doing it to him. And then it just became this thing where the first one of us to say it to the other one just had total control over the other one's mind for like a week. It's like a really weird, nonsensical support system. This is why men just like get depressed and kill themselves, isn't it? Because we can't actually like talk properly. Women are like, tell me everything. We're like, no, listen, Carl's having a bad day. Do you melt dicks? <laughs> no, no, but you don't. But you do. No, but you don't. Yeah, got you through that. You see the way I, I let you suffer through that for what? 40 seconds then? <laughs> Try and do that for an hour and a half. No, I don't think so. Oh, it's. I'm not, I'm not convinced it'd make amazing podcasting. <laughs> I have just realised. I haven't eaten. I've just got that wave of like, uh, you know, when you've not eaten pre pod. Yeah. So I'm going to be like, you are normally just yeah. like all ADD and like, <laughs> just thinking of food. <sighs> I've been fighting the devil off uh, for like the past 48 hours. I had a. Oh, the devil's in your man, boy. I had a, a proper bevy on Friday night. Oh. First time since Liverpool won. Since, since Liverpool. Uh, won the league that I, I had a proper proper drink and he, even more than that night like I had a, a whiskey at the start of the show then I had a few beers at the show and then me and Alfie Brown after the did you get on it? yeah we went to town and I was quite <laughs> civilised it, like, it got to like 2 o'clock and I went I'm just going to go home I'm just going to get some food and go home I got myself a Donner wrap which was amazing oh, oh. orgasmic shit when you've been on a diet 
But the past two days have been horrendous. I had a, a nightmare where I watched a little girl get murdered in a car, and I can still see it. It's burnt into my brain. I don't understand what you mean. I, I had like a hangover dream where a, a little girl got murdered. Fuck <laughs> me. Smothered as well. It wasn't like a shot. She got like... <clears throat> What's that got to do with alcohol? But it's, it's just fucked with my brain, and I genuinely think, and I know this is so typical, I think I might be done with alcohol, you know, certainly for a while. Yeah. It, I, th- even today, I just feel a bit on edge. Yesterday, my anxiety was through the fucking roof. I've downloaded the Calm app. I've played 29 quid for a year subscription to an app to fucking sing me to sleep. What? <laughs> there's an app What's called, that? There's an app called Calm. And it Calm. It, it, it's like a meditation oh. app. So Jade My went to God. make me a cup of tea last night and she'd left uh, the telly on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's not calm that at all, is it? So I, I muted it. And when she come back up, I was lay on the bed, like, meditating. And there was this, this woman going, and now, match your breathing to the present moment. And I, yeah, I had a little meditate last night. Do, do you want... I can't... Sometimes, the way you portray yourself on this podcast, it gives a really, like, clear identity of who you are. And I think people are like, that's Adam. Dan's a bit of a fan. He's a bit of a granddad, but he's a bit soft on some issues. Adam goes a bit simple when he's talking about the afterlife and the paranormal. But when you talk about, like, modern government policy he goes fucking hardcore and you paint this like character that I think people totally attach themselves to and then I think that jars heavily with like yeah I just sat in a bed and a woman did like breathing exercises and that's how I got to sleep and you're like who the fuck are you you get possessed by a fanny I got a text earlier from Rob Thomas so Rob Thomas for those uninitiated is a, a comedian friend of ours and he said Someone I play tennis with, which we could just park there for a second because Rob does not look, sound, or behave like anyone who's ever seen a tennis racket. Is he trying to virtue signal and make up that he's playing fucking snooker with someone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not. We call it tennis, but it is actually snooker. <laughs> someone I play tennis with uh, during lockdown is a patron of your podcast. God bless them. Thank you. And he asked me on Friday, so is that Adam Rowe? Like one of them dickheads in the pub who thinks he knows everything, but he's actually just proper thick. He is funny though. <sighs> Damn! I just want to say, calm to, on, get your calm. I just want to say to whoever you are, how dare you? How dare you even suggest for a second that I'm thick? I got an A star seven A's, a B, and five C's at my GCSEs. Okay. <laughs> All right, first day of college. <laughs> what did you get? What did you? <laughs> And I got an A, a C, and an E at A-level. But my personal statement got me into university because I wrote a really convincing hang argument. On, hang on, hang on, what, what level of patron is he? If yeah. he's a three or a five... We can fuck him you, off. You can, him. No, no, you can have this chat. If he's a ten, you've got to take this on the fucking chin. <laughs> if he's a ten-pound patron, you fucking take it on the chin. Is Dan a bald pedo? Are you a ten-pound patron? <laughs> yes, I am, sir. <laughs> I'll be whatever you want to be. Oh, Carl, it's good to have you here, mate, and God bless. And it's nice to have you back and got safe through all that Japanese Rona. And it, we just, we were worried about you. It sounded like it's been worse here than it was there. Ten times worse, yeah. Everyone thought it was coming from over there, so everyone was worried about me, but when it boiled down to That's it, def- definitely racist though isn't it yeah over there yeah you're winning one of them foreign <laughs> which one the Chinesey Japanesey Malaysey <laughs> foreigns the Filipini Japanese Chinesey foreigns alright East Asian yeah but I, yeah of course that's te- alright thanks for 
Look at you, just because a patron's called, you think you're like, oh, actually, I think you'll find from my encyclopedic brain. I, I just, you know, I worry that we're going to get in trouble one day on this podcast due to your, like, Ignorance. abhorrent racism, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's look forward to you doing a Geordie accent then. Because <laughs> we're going to get cancelled, you're getting cancelled with me. I love it how people are like, oh, Carl, you're in one of them foreigners. You've got to be careful. Didn't Japan just, like, close down the fucking border? Uh, pretty much, yeah. As as um, as yous went into, I say use. As England went into lockdown, we went into like use. Like, you fucking really associate. Hey, sensei Carl, <laughs> you've been here three weeks. Yeah, them cunts in fucking <laughs> well, Liverpool in the I UK. Was one of them. Right, I was one of them, wasn't I? So yeah, we went into semi lockdown and yeah, but not not unlike this country. No, so you could still do stuff. Yeah, I could still I could do everything I wanted to. It's just whether it was my choice to be careful or not. Right, I chose to not be careful. God, that sounds very fucking grown up, doesn't it? Just up, let people decide what they want to do. That's the Japanese government. I was in Japan though. Yeah. How, how long when you got to Japan a year ago? How long till you got a makis just to taste what Japanese makis was Day like? One. Yes, mate. <laughs> you can travel the other side of the world. You're still a the fucking day you lid. Got back. The other day, I went round to his after, and his his brother got off, so it was just sat in his with his mum and him, and he, <laughs> you should have seen him. We went and got a chippy, so we got. What did you get? You got. You just wanted chip butties, didn't you? Chip butties. So you want because he hasn't he hasn't had a chip butty in a year. So we got a portion of chips, a load of bread, a bit of curry sauce, and he was sat on the couch. The Simpsons was on, and I was sat on the other couch, and I had a bit of fried rice with a bit of curry on. Still watching me wait. I only had a bit of it. All right, all right, and. Uh, he just he took like this really weird pause. He's just like what? And I was you're right. And he was like just a real sensory overload. He said, I've been in a cupboard in Japan <laughs> hating everything I eat for a year and not being able to watch any television because it's all Japanese. And I it feels like twenty minutes ago I was in Tokyo and now I'm on the couch with a chippy, my best mates over there in the Simpsons on <laughs> and he just had a little moment. I thought he was about to cry. That must have felt like time travel, though. Basically, yeah. Because that's you, you're going from futuristic living in a cupboard, Sensei Carl. None of that's from your past, is it? <laughs> no, no, none of that is like being called Sensei Carl, living in a fucking cardboard box in one of the more futuristic cities in the world. Nothing's screaming dovecot late nineties, early noughties, is it? And then all of a sudden, you're in a nostalgia fest <laughs> eating a fucking chippy tea with The Simpsons, which has basically been playing the same episodes for 35 years. Well, to me, chip butties are the pinnacle. So I, I always ask everybody, there's three bits to a chip butty. There's the bread. The Just bring that mic closer to you, Carl. There's the bread, the chips, and the sauce. Yeah. So, like, if you could make a perfect chip butty, what would you have? Oh, what a fucking great question that is. Oh, you're not going to like where I go with this oh, one. Oh, I'm going to fucking hate you, Anna, you fucking Tory no, pedophile. No, no, hang on. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, where's Wife Runs? Oh, hang on. Let's attack me into... We'll come back to oh, Wife Runs. Hey, he's Sensei Carl. He's not going to turn around and go, it's fucking weird, that. He's been teaching Japanese do you, do children you okay. how to keep no, a secret. We'll, we'll <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, hey, hey, kids, don't cry. Do you know what fucking grass is? Oh, There's a chip butty that I think about about once a week. I had it in Dubai. The first time I went to Dubai <laughs> to do gigs. Right? You went to the fucking Middle East. A totally different culture. I got a fucking chip butty. No wonder they fucking make jihad on Western culture. Oh, Dan, what the fuck is this? Dan, Go on. I can't tell you how amazing this thing was, right? <sighs> Speak, you know Jojo Sutherland? Yeah. Scottish comedian, friend of ours. 
<laughs> I was out there with her and an American guy uh, who we'll do a Patreon episode about because he's right. a helmet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Three, five, or ten, we'll call people cunts secretly. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in these five star hotels doing gigs to largely British expats and whatever. And, you know, the buffet is nice. But you get a bit sick of it when you're there for 10 days. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I said to George, I just want to go for a beer. Should we just go? So she went, okay, we'll go uh, to... There's a place over the road from our hotel, another hotel with a bar in, and the bar's called Lock, Stock and Barrel. It's like a British pub-type place. Yeah. And uh, we were in there, and I was like, I was a bit hungry, and I looked at the menu, and it was just chip, chip balm or whatever it was. And I just... Uh, okay. Before you have a nostalgic orgasm, <laughs> you literally drifted off in it. <laughs> Tell me why it was so good. What was the depth of the... Was it white bread, brown bread? So it's it definitely a, white. It was a white balm. Right, balm. With Bap. proper butter on, not marge. Like, like Lurpak. No, like... Like... Like Tesco's own butter. Right. <laughs> the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like the extra special one. Yeah. No, like they've left the salt in. I've got it. I've got it. I've got you. <laughs> and they've put salt on the chips oh, as right. well. Oh, right. Yeah, and, yeah. And pepper. What, what, fat chips or fries? Uh, no, like chip chips. Ooh, big chips. But not like steak cuts, like proper, like homemade chips. Like, like. Oh, yeah. It's like he had some spuds and a deep fat fryer in the back. Right. Or a chip pan. Chip pan chips. Yeah. Right. And they were like really golden brown. And... I didn't have any sauce with it at all. <laughs> no sauce at all. Not even a drink. <laughs> I had a beer there, didn't I? Oh, in the pub. God. And l- literally, like, Jojo seen how much I was enjoying it and got herself one. And then w- we have a conversation every now and then. She'll just, like, I'll just text him. Like, remember that chip butty? <laughs> like a fucking little. I love a chip like I had a chip reunion. butty. I had a chip butty last night, but it was oven chips with it, like, just on a, a, a sandwich. Yeah, shit, but I'm on a diet at the minute, so you know what I mean? I really love a chip nan, which I know is like an intercontinental chip butty, but but chips really nice, not fat chips, French fries, but th- slightly thicker French fries, and then wrapped in a lovely fresh nan, salt, fuck a duck. That is honestly better than any chip butty I can think of. No sauce. Probably a bit of mint yogurt. You know, I like a bit of mint yogurt, a bit of chili sauce. See, it sounds like he's taking the piss, doesn't it? it was pizza. Yeah, but it it does sound stupid, doesn't it? I'm telling you right now. Is there anyone else in the world? Forget that you know he has mint yogurt. Forget that for a minute. Can you think of anyone we know who you could go, have a chip butty, we make us a chip butty. And if they come back into the living room for you with a naan bread with fries and mint yogurt on, and you wouldn't hit them with it. A bit of chili sauce in that. The mint, the mint yogurt, and the chili sauce. Oh, honestly, they bounce off each. I'm so hungry. That's awful. Right, what's your, what's yours? So my my perfect is a, a, a Warburton's toasty. Yeah, thick. super toasty or toast. Yeah, uh, the, the green. Pie. Oh, the super toasty, the one that they brought out, and they literally it's a loaf of bread, and they slice it four times, <laughs> and they're like, "That's your loaf." Yeah, beautiful. Like, like that table. Yeah. Uh, chippy chips. Yeah. Which might be different in Liverpool. I don't know. No, no, no. no it's no. similar everywhere. And a uh, chi- chip curry sauce, <laughs> like chippy curry sauce. Yeah. Oh yeah. Say, but like a dip. So I like to dip. You basically, uh, yeah, like, you don't put it on. I have a puddle of curry sauce. I don't. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to discuss both of yours because I have done this in the past. So what I would do, I would go the orange warbuttons, not quite the green, 
Not the blue. Thick. Orange. Thick, but not super thick. Yeah, thick. Or a balm, depending on what mood I'm in. But most of the time I go Warburton's, right? Like, lashings of marge or butter. Like, uh, so, like, it's melting into the bread. You're giving me a little fucking hunger hard on. Salt and pepper on the chips. But oh. I, di- I have me curry sauce to dip in, but I also want corned beef on the sandwich. Corn beef chips dipped into curry sauce. I swear to God. Oh, mate. Why not just throw some jam, peanut butter, and fucking sawdust in there? What, I don't want it like yours. Corn beef? <laughs> you can't put corn beef on a fucking chip butty. Well, I, I, look, if I you can't have the corn beef, then I'll still have everything else I've, I've said. I'm dipping in curry sauce. But if I've got the option of corn beef, I'll Hang add on. it to it. You've just made your dream sandwich and just thrown chips into it. <laughs> Don't think you get the uh, the concept of them. I like this is what my dream chip butty is: bread, bacon, lettuce, tomato, and chips. <laughs> a lot of people call it a fat boy BLT, but that's just a BLT though with chips on. Yeah, I know, but that sounded like what you were doing. You've just worked it backwards. I like what I really like is bread and chips, and then I also like corned beef and a lovely bit of mayo, and then I take the chips out and I have a sandwich. <laughs> corned beef and mayo. I don't know, I was trying to add lip, but I've, I literally blocked your favourite oh. sandwich out because corned beef sounds minging. Or- orange Warburton's, loads of butter, chips, curry sauce, and I would like to add corned beef to that to make it better, but I can't. I, I, if I'm just having a chip butty, then yeah, there we go. <sighs> First Mackie D's back, what was it like? What's the difference? I know this is so working class, but I love it. What's the major difference between McDonald's Japan and McDonald's UK? The chicken is different. So is it? In, in in Japan they use every cut of chicken so the chicken's horrible so they're fatty and horrible oh right um, I haven't had the mahi yet which is mad what what on, the, what on the menu in Japan can you not get over here in, uh, I love international mahi d strips I remember in, being in Prague and finding a muk toast which was can just like sushi? cheese and ham so the mahi's do sushi no no you'd think you would think wouldn't you yeah. the muk sushi it, it's pretty much the you same. can get wings in the Tenerife one what? McWings. McWings? Was it definitely a McDonald's and not one of them like no, holiday? It was a Mackey's one, yeah. Mac Denny's. <laughs> it was a Mackey's. I love a fake KFC on, as well. On the on the seafront. Conti fried chicken in fucking Benadol. <laughs> 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 they're, they're literally like they've had about four fucking cease and desist letters in the last month from KFC. You can't call it Conti fried chicken. <laughs> no, 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 it's totally different. We we know. <laughs> Um, well, it's good to have you here, mate. I'm made up to be here. I've been excited for months, so it's mad to finally be here, but I'm a happy lad. And just get ready for some friendly abuse on Twitter. That's how that's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone gives you stick. It's Bring fucking it part of the in- initiation. Guarantee you that chip butty chat is going to get some fucking interaction. There's going to be loads of tweets about that. People <laughs> love shit like that, don't With they? With Texas Jilly being going, what the fuck are these guys on about? <laughs> What's it? Where do you? Where it's you a put lo- Doritos with curry sauce? Do you want chips like a packet of crisps and what's a bootay? A bootay? Do they have boys? They have is that asshole in it. <laughs> Just crisps in your fucking knickknacks. That's what they like. Bootay. Yeah. In America, is bum hole. Beauty. We gotta to get to America, man. I'm 40 next year. I really want to go to Houston and see Texas chili bean. Can we stay at yours? In the in the fucking garage, I reckon she'd let us stay. I'd love to go and see Houston, like like a Houston. I don't know. I want to watch a. I want to watch a high school football game, and I don't think I'm going to be allowed to just rock up. Look, Why high look, school? I, this is my dream fortieth trip. 
is to do you know what you like is to you, do the high Joe school on football this podcast is, is that, that you're a nonsense? Yeah. Listen to me. High school football on a Friday night, college football on a Saturday night, and netball on the Sunday morning, and, <laughs> <laughs> and under five swimming on Tuesday. And then an NFL game. But I think I'm going to need a connection for the high school football. I don't think you're just allowed to rock up looking like I do. Like, hello, is this where your children play? College and NFL, though, I'm I'm into that. Well, I'd like to... My NFL team's the the Rams, but I don't really care. Like, I just... I I like the sport. I just want to be away for the fucking... And I want to do a Houston McDonald's. You'd think that's going to be some good Mackey days, don't you? I feel like that, like Texas is such a renegade state. I reckon they've still got the McRib, even though it's like banned. <laughs> Why is the McRib banned? Because it's like too good. <laughs> is it? Is that how restaurants are? The, These are too good. The the American Mackey's banned the McRib because like people were like addicted to it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What like meth? It was killing people. Yeah. I don't think that's been the Americans have bothered about that for a while, really. <laughs> this is really unhealthy. I remember asking for a bottle of pop and it was like, what the fuck? And that's yeah, like the individual. Not as, not as much sugar, is it? It's like shit, the American stuff. The sweets in New York were shite. We couldn't wait to get home and have like a galaxy. Right. I think there is quite a lot of sugar in pop in America, though. Mm. Mate, put a pin in this. We are going. Yeah. Leave Carl here and we'll fucking go. I'll do our that. little travels. Yeah. And that's for a chip butty in fucking Houston. But it'd have to be a fries sandwich, wouldn't it? Yeah, and it's not going to be as Which good. It doesn't sound. Why? Fries you know sandwich? when I went, I'm really hungry, and then we've talked about food for 15 minutes. It's really cruel. Let's have a break. Let's have a little break. Come back and not talk about food. Pinky promise. No. All right. Now then, lids, I want to tell you about Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Alloy wheel refurbishments, car bodywork, and customization services in Leeds and throughout West Yorkshire. Basically, these guys can sort your wheels out. And if you listen to this thinking, well, I'm not a, like a boy racer, I'm not that bothered about my car. Mate, I drive a Volvo. And after the fucking Rona, I'm going to these guys at Trans Alloy Wheels Limited when I'm gigging in Yorkshire, and I'm going to get them to sort out the alloys that are all scuffed up and fucked on my Volvo V40 so even if you've got a sensible dadmobile or you've inherited your nana's banger soup up the wheels get them sorted if you park like a bell end get them tidied up make them look smarter go the full hog get them jazzed up get them glitzy get them gold just live your life through your alloy wheels they can add value to your car and make it look fucking smart they use the same techniques as the biggest car manufacturers and they offer powder coating diamond cutting painting new tyres acid stripping and shot blasting tyre fitting and removal they do car body repairs and they have a pickup and delivery service they also do insurance work these guys have got amazing reviews online come and get your wheels souped up changed and refurbished and this is the best bit all have a word listeners will receive 25% off everything I'm going I'm getting my saving these guys are amazing Trans Alloy Wheels Limited Get them on Facebook, Insta, online, the lot. Nice one, lids. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling triggered. It must be Have A Word with Adam and Dave. We have had um, Liam Curry. We were talking about wasps and fucking bees, Carl. <laughs> How wasps are cunts and bees are all right. True. It's true, like, isn't it? I don't like any of them. No, but what? But bees are a bit like wasps are like nasty little shits. Yeah, bees are sound, aren't they? No. Bees are sound. You're a thank you. Fan, you should say that. Yeah, that's true. I we're thought the, they were the wasps. Fucking hell, lads! Hornets, the hornets. Oh, oh yeah. Same, you don't want to mess with a fucking hornet. Hornets are like like 
jacked up wasps. They've been going down the gym doing a bit of growth. Yeah, there's those murder hornets, isn't there? Have you seen? They found one in Washington. I seen it was on like um, Forbes magazine or something. I seen something else on Forbes today. Telling them in it, but um, what? Well, did you get a subscription to Forbes? Oh, it just came up on social. What, what kind of weekend have you had? I, I'm now a subscriber to Calm, and I'm also I've got Forbes and the Washington Post being delivered. It just came up on Twitter, twat bag. <laughs> and it said uh, they've captured a murder hornet in Washington DC. And they've now got to capture all the rest of them before mating season, or does like everyone's going to die because the murder hornets are going to stab everyone? Brilliant! That's what we need: more viral death. <laughs> we need to isolate the one murder wasp. He's got to stay home. Just wear boxing there's... gloves, wouldn't you? Like you just wear boxing gloves and like like a neck thing. You know, like those pillows you wear on like a plane, and then. <laughs> Do you know what? Sometimes fucking, it's so weird on it. You're just things like, coming at you. Do you know Can't what? get your neck. That's a weak point. You've got an at on there. Your temples sorted. So, so. You know, sometimes I want to rip you to bits for sounding like an absolute tard, but that does make sense <laughs> because it, with a murder hornet, you're thinking it's at least a fucking size. It's a big one, isn't it? Yeah. There's not a tiny murder hornet. No, it's like it's like a highlighter. So good. If 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 Rona, Zzz. if Rona, you could see it. Yeah. It would be easier, wouldn't it? Like Fuck with a murder off. hornet, you're like, you're like just having a day. You're aware that there's the murder, murder hornet pandemic. It, it started in Washington DC. It spread. Murder hornets are everywhere now. There's only, you know, there's only been like eight thousand deaths, but it's getting worse. They've closed the schools. Murder hornets. Are, but if you heard the buzzing coming, you'd, you'd be, at least you give a bit of warning. Yeah. Fucking Rona's all put sneaky. Put a couple of cones on your ears so that you, your hearing improves. Yeah. You always wear your cones. You've got, you've got your boxing gloves on. And you've, got a, <laughs> you've got a neck thing and a head guard. Zzz, and you're like, what the fuck is that? There's a murder on it! And then you just start fucking punching. Be so funny trying to convince Turns out people you... who won't wear masks. <laughs> <laughs> you got your head guard. You got your gloves. You got your neck brace. Have you got your styrofoam cups <laughs> that you've cut holes out of for your ears? <laughs> You have you got, got your bulletproof vest? Have you got your boxing right. gloves? Welcome to Tesco. All the old people are like, I am not wearing boxing gloves. <laughs> I have been shopping at this Sainsbury's for 40 years. It's only been open 20. For 40 years, and I refuse to wear boxing gloves. Murder hornets. I've never seen anything of the like. They come for old people, though, wouldn't they? The murder hornets. They won't fuck with the they young. They like kids on slides, and they? Jacken. The pedos, is that what you're saying? No, I just think like pedo murder hornets. Kids are like less aware, aren't they? They're just <laughs> they're flying around. N- no, mate. Kids are scared of fucking wasp and shit. Yeah, but they don't see them as much because they're too busy like playing footy and because they're daft as fuck. Because they're busy, they've got stuff to do. They've got to run. They've got to jump. They've got to cycle. No. They've got to swim. They're dumb. Kids are dumb. Yeah. I love I love my kid. She's dumb as fuck. She she could literally hear the buzzing. It'd be right next to her head if she was having a conversation about buttons. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So they get to where so like, the Doris is like she's like she's been alone for years. She's widowed. Do you know what I mean? She's, she's like every noise in the night. She's like, what the fuck's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's on edge. She's already got a fucking hearing aids in. Exactly. She's like, is yeah. the battery going? No, murder hornet. <laughs> Close all the windows. And it's foreign. The Daily Mail would love that. Murderous pedo hornets. Yeah. Good. We'll be, we'll be well ahead of that. The other thing on Forbes, right, um, is that there's a new advertising campaign from Emirates Airlines. Yeah. If you catch coronavirus on an Emirates flight, they give you the free funeral. Fuck off. I swear. Is that true? To 
our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Have you ever flown Emirates? Yeah. It's quite nice, isn't it? It's, honestly, if you're a free funeral in there, you get buried in a business class chair. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Forbes.com. In a twist on loyalty, loyalty programs, programs, Emirates is promising travellers a free funeral if infected with COVID. Right. If they die of COVID. Because <laughs> that doesn't say that, does it? If you're infected with COVID, you get a free funeral. Well, it doesn't... Well, Hey, I went to fucking Dubai and back. I got COVID, beat it off. But tell you what, Nana Margaret's not looking fucking good. <laughs> hey, can I transfer my fucking funeral? I want an Emirates funeral. I want... She's my fucking duchess. I fucking love her. Nan, this is for you. And you've got all the Emirates fucking flight attendants lowering in the ground. it's to be a traditional Islamic funeral? What? Mate, Emirates is not traditionally Islamic. You get no. bare booze on Emirates. They give you free booze on Emirates flights. Yeah, they do that on any long-haul flight, don't they? So why would they... F- if they're giving you free booze on the plane, they're not going to come and do a traditional Muslim fucking burial. I'm not having that for... What's nana, the difference between a Muslim burial to a Christian one? Oh, let me just check my uh, Muslim <laughs> funeral fucking backlog. Yeah, they just don't usually join up uh, at meet up at the pub afterwards. <laughs> but where is the wig? For Paddy? Fucking shisha bar. <laughs> Every time I see one of them shishas, all I think is the bar from Star Wars. Never seen Star Wars. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing with our lives? Who am I here with? I'm talking, talking about me, me wearing underpants and having chipped nans. What have you not seen Star Wars for? Because I don't wear fucking white fronts. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> have you seen Star Wars? I haven't seen Star Wars. You've just done two long haul flights and you can't even be asked putting Star Wars on on the plane. He was listening spacious. to us. It was a plane. Do you not even get that reference? <laughs> no. I've seen the first one, by which I mean episode one. Phantom Menace? <laughs> yeah. I hate you. I can't... What is that? It's made me so angry. It's unbelievable. It's like, I, You've I, seen... The Phantom Menace with, because with Jar Jar Pedo Binks. Because by the time I was alive, like that was out, and I watched it and thought, well, this is shit, so why would I watch the other three? Oh, that is. How can they be any better when they were made ages ago? Oh, yeah. I, f- I don't know. I'm not even a big Star Wars guy, but I'm finding it really like that's so bad. Why? Because they were bad. The, the prequels were dog shit. But how, Star how they Wars. Got though? An Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, absolutely classic, wondrous films. But, but what are the like? What what's the point? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm going to commit to, like, what's the point of films? There, no, like that's a that's a heavy commitment, isn't it? They're like two and a half hours each. They're dead old, and Just, Ashton was shit back then, and <laughs> it's set in space. <laughs> no, what? you're doing it. You're doing I'm it to wear me up now. Did you just say all How can it be set when in was, space? When did acting get good? When did acting get Liar Liar, Jim Carrey, 1995? Is that what it is? Is that... Where is... Yeah, yeah. Well, acting was dead shit until fucking... Till Forrest Gump. <laughs> when... I want to know when... What was the day when you thought acting got good? Uh, Big Daddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm the film. That moment where he's got to give the kid up. That got me, that. <laughs> One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Shit. Dead old. <laughs> I'm not saying there isn't, like, the odd, like... 
Do you know what I mean? There's some, there's, there's <sighs> a couple of out. performances. I'd rather talk it's about It's like the food. way like Maradona could play footy now. Because he's like one of the special ones from back then. But most footballers from like the 70s and 80s wouldn't get fucking near the Burnley side now. Because the game's moved on. Same with acting and films. So you think... Now, there's two points being made, and I think that's actually quite a good point. You know, everyone talks about Tom Finney and Sir Stanley Matthews from the 50s, like, oh, unbelievable players. Literally never heard those but two names. You've, don't be a t- <laughs> Sir Stanley Matthews, Sir Stanley Matthews played on the right wing for Blackpool and Stoke or whatever, was one of the best players of his generation, and then every generation after him, because he played till he was 53. Mm-hmm. So he was, like, he was a wonderful player. Be like, I don't think standards were that good if a 53-year-old was still the best player in the fucking league. Yeah, there's absolutely no way he's getting in United's treble and inside the Invincibles, the City team from two years ago. Oh, I get it, because at 53, yeah. if you're old enough mm-hmm. that your son could be playing fucking right back while you're on the right wing, yeah. you've got an incredible connection, these two. If you're old enough that your son could have already moved to the MLS to oh. finish his <laughs> career... <laughs> I yeah I get that but with the acting thing you're trying to argue that acting's just got better and better but CGI is now taking over and we live in the age of Fast and Furious but you're talking about films that rely heavily on CGI it's set in space it wasn't filmed in space was it so you think the acting's better for CGI look at you you're in a fucking <laughs> hole and I can see you and this is what's coming Carl, just, Carl this is what's coming <laughs> this is what's coming he's going to say something about my Mars vagina it's co- no he's coming it's coming I'm not I'm just saying you fucking mad fucking how CGI. can a film about space be better when they couldn't film in space and they couldn't make it look like real space no that's true that bit didn't look better but you're basically shitting on all films pre-fucking 1998 no just space films right good <laughs> It's all right. You haven't given me a single reasoned argument apart from. So you're saying this no, guy did dead. this? It's a, it's just that you know, it's a good, it's a good film. They they're a good trilogy. You know, people have banged on about them. It's not because they were dog shit. No, but it's nostalgia, isn't it? No one my age is watching it and enjoying it. It's people <sighs> Guys, who like relate it to their childhood. If me and Carl watched it tonight, we'd hate it because we'd be like, oh. you can fucking see the joints. I think even if you thought it was great. You'd fucking hate it. Why? Because you'd be like that. I wouldn't. I'm quite happy to be proven wrong. When I when I get something wrong, I hold my hands up and I go, do you know what? You yeah. got me. <laughs> yeah, good. What, um... I, can't, I, I really want... I think... I, I, I sort of want you to watch it, to, to, but I, I, if you turn around, man, fucking shit. Even worse than episode one with Phantom fucking Jar Jar Binks, I'd be so disappointed. So I don't know what to do. I think I've just got to let it go, but it doesn't feel good for you to just slander Star Wars. And I think, annoyingly, part of it is right. It is nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But it definitely was good. Yeah. What film sort of... It sums up, it's a big part of my childhood, I'll give you that. Yeah. What film would you say encapsulates your yours and Carl's childhood? Uh, uh, Matilda, The Lion King, Toy Story. <sighs> Three classics. I want to rip them, but... They are classics. I've never seen Matilda. You yeah. haven't seen Matilda? No. no, it's good. It's great. Magic Fat He's so he's so cocky. I bet as a kid he had a fucking glass of water. Fucking. <laughs> 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 That's how it did me. That- I was. Just- <laughs> <laughs> 
trying to force him. Overconfident Adam as a child watches watches Matilda t- once too many. I did used like, to watch Dragon Ball Z him. and then try and power up like Gohan and Goku and go fucking. <laughs> and he, I love the idea. Mum would come in the fucking garden and be like, "You're a dickhead! You're gonna burst the fucking blood vessel! Fucking pack it in!" And then I wait for her to go back in, and then I'd power up and fucking beat the shit out of my little brother and be like, "That's because I powered up that." Tra- because I'm four years Tra- older. Tra- you're fucking insane. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, should we get back to this email? I'm about lost. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've just listened to episode 74 where you talk about your fear of wasps. So let me l- revolutionise your life. The best way to deal with the fuckers is a hoover. <laughs> Where did we get from wasps to Dragon Ball, Ball Z? <laughs> Honestly, you powering up as Dragon Ball Z. Good wasp chat, lad. <laughs> Fucking pedo murder hornet. That'd be a great team name though, wouldn't it? Do you know if like we go down to the championship like Watford FC are known as the Hornets if we want to come you know when they're like right we're selling a few players we want to come back stronger we're not just the Hornets now we're the murder pedo Hornets like fucking hell watch them um, let me revolutionise your life the best way to deal with them is with a hoover I once went on an all day session and unbeknownst to me lovely use of unbeknownst to me when I got back to my flat an entire swarm of the fuckers had relocated to my bedroom lampshade it was summer and I'd left the window open all day. I didn't realise until I got into the bed and felt something on my leg only to turn the light on and shit myself. Why does that freaks me out, that? Why? That you've got all these wasps in your lampshade and then you get in bed and you didn't know because you're a bit pissed and then you feel something like... Oh, don't cre- touch me. ...creeping up on your fucking leg and then you're like... What the fuck? You're still a bit pissed. You've got corned beef and fucking shit butty on your tits... And then you open Can't up. I can't be from a chippy, especially oh, not late at night. That's not the fucking point I was making. And then there's wasps all on your lampshade and all in your bedside table. <laughs> However, in my too pissed to care state, I just grabbed the Hoover and sucked all the fuckers up. Worked a treat as he was a kip minutes later. Mate, hey, the guy's a fucking genius. He's just got his Henry Hoover out and fucking. But then don't he live in the Hoover? Yeah. And then they can get back out the Uva through the pipe. It's a fucking nightmare. What if you What if you got one of your socks off to prove a point and just jammed it in the fucking Hoover? That's job done, isn't it? Yeah, but then what if you want to? So he just, he I, just got I, rid of his Uva. If you suck up 40, 50 normal non perdo perdo murder pedo fucking was just normal was yeah. you put them in there. So you just move the Hoover then. You don't just pop the Hoover back. Because then they're going to crawl out. They're going to be annoyed. Yeah, but where, what? What do you mean? Move the hoover? Where do you put on the Hoover? Pop it outside, and then you just leave your Hoover in the garden forever. No, I I jam up the Hoover thing. They're going to die in the bag, aren't they? Why? Well, because it's dusty. And how long can wasps? How long can wasps survive in a Hoover bag? They're going to die, aren't they? Eventually. Yeah, but what if you? That could be months. What if you need your Hoover the next day? No, but as soon as you're using it, it's just more stuff in, isn't it? They're not getting out of that, are they? You've tucked the sock out, and what if they're like banging down the door? Oh, right, yeah. And they're ready Gotta to think about it. And they're gonna be fucking fuming, fuming. then. You're just not after They just wanted to chill in your lamp. You now go- you've got fucking 40 wasps who are all pissed off. What a great excuse to never hoover again. That's how the first like- murder hornet was born. Someone just pissed off a normal wasp, and he was like, that's it. Came out of a hoover, like. Yeah. Right. Anyway, all done. Thanks, Liam. 
So we've got a would you rather here from Dan Johnson. I'm sure Carl is well aware of how these work, being that he's give us like eight of them that we've done <laughs> over the past six months. Sending them over from from afar. Uh, Adam and Dan quite disappointed that he's used our real names there it, it's losing momentum the fake names yeah because it's a bit of a word as original thing isn't it yeah it's from like back in episode 5 and 6 people are finding them now and just it carrying got on to Adnan and d- fucking Deirdre <laughs> and now new people are like yeah they're just called Adam well, and Dan this is Dan Johnson Dan's being in from day but you know what I like I like about that you get bored of a joke I don't no no not Um. Adam and Dan uh, I want I want to know Would you rather go <laughs> That was a really weird Way to start I Because he says I want Do know And I yeah. had to edit it In my own brain before There's loads of fucking it. dyslexics What listening to I that. want do know I want do know Would you rather go on a holiday To your favourite destination abroad Every year But you have to go Completely alone or yep. would you rather be allowed to go on holiday with partner slash family, but you're limited to only the UK? <laughs> Dan Johnson's not got a family. <laughs> He's not got a family. He's like, God, it'd be really weird being on your own out there, wouldn't it? It would be fucking joyful. Joyful. Yeah. When I read that, I was like, oh my God, it's so simple. I can see why he thinks it's an interesting debate. And I'm not slagging off my family, but it's amazing being a dad and everything, but it's amazing when you don't have to be a a husband or a dad. So literally, you know the trip to America I'm talking about, about going to Houston and going to New Orleans. You want them nowhere near there. Mate, they're not coming. (laughs) And if you're not coming, I'll go on my fucking own. No problem. I'll be all right. I'm I'm well up for coming. I, me me and Carl try and do something most years, don't we? Where it's just me and you, even if it's like a trip to London or whatever. And we went to Berlin, and I was gonna do Japan this year, but obviously, um, someone had a bat and put a stop to that. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna try and do Japan next year for the Olympics, if everything's back to normal by then. You know what it is as well. Being a comedian, I think there's two things here. There's age and family and all that malarkey, and also being a comedian. I talked to my sister about what it's like g- gigging away and she's like what you went and sat in a pizza express on your own to her that's like the fucking weirdest thing to do yeah, but like Jade finds that weird that I can just like she'll text me and I'm like I'm in Nando's she's like who are you with and I'm like I'm just in fucking Nando's yeah. aren't I because otherwise I'm in a hotel room like it's a, a weekend away say you're doing the Cardiff Glee or at something at least if I'm in Nando's I can't wank again do you know what I mean like no. it puts a stop to no. it for an hour they're and a half really weird about that <laughs> <laughs> um, I just you just get used to your own company and just dealing with stuff on your own so a holiday on your own like I, I'm the perfect combo not only have I already done this since I was like 22 gone away on my own looked after myself I've now got a family who I love hanging out with and spending time with but one of the best bits since the Rona's kicked off is that first weekend when the the laws got relaxed and Laura fucked off for 24 hours and I was just at home going <laughs> amazing you just want a bit of peace and quiet it's lovely it's full on it's a bit knackering love to bits but so a week away if I got to choose wherever that was in the world that sounds phenomenal but you you can never ever go away with your family again oh Laura's gonna be fuming but what's the, what's, the, what's the, so what the would you rather is you can only ever go on your own 
But it's to your favourite destination, or you can only ever go with your family, but you're limited to the UK. But in that, would you rather Laura can go away with her mum to say Fort Aventura, where yeah. she went last year? So she's not going to be asked. She's going to be like, all right, cool, never mind. Sweet. But if I said to her, this is the, the other problem with this, would you rather is, is me having to sit Laura down and going, Laura, you know, the family holidays, they can only ever be in Prestatin. <laughs> literally, you might as well sign the divorce. But papers. Bournemouth's not bad, isn't it? What? You ever been to Bournemouth? Not on a halls. No, I went to do a gig down there, and it was a really nice day, and I just looked at it and thought, you know what? I could do a week here. Brighton, Torquay, yeah. a lot of those southern... Paul Smith, who is now engaged, by the way, to his to his new lady. Congratulations, Paul Smith. Uh, I saw it. Go and check the Paul Smith episode out, if you haven't already. He was with us a couple of weeks ago. Um, he's put a ring on it. He's put a ring. And I'll be honest... I've fucking shocked around Had a look at the pictures I think he should Because I love Paul Great comedian Good lad But he has peaked Hasn't he? Yeah she's, Oh mate. She's like out of, Like it, it, oh. His success And his humour Are doing a lot of the heavy lifting In the attraction department oh. Aren't they? I mean new teeth is one thing But <laughs> Fucking hell Look you can have All the fucking Arm days you want yeah, he, he, that is as good as it gets, and she's dead fucking sound. Apparently, she's dead lovely. She's hot sound. She's got, fuck it. Oh, well done, mate. But she's also, great. don't fuck it up. So yeah, but she lives in Turkey, and like Paul Smith, like we said it when he was in, like some of the pictures he puts up and the videos where they're like kayaking, and you're like, you look like you're in fucking the Maldives. You're on the south coast of England. Yeah, but you know when people go, I'm, "We're having a holiday in uh, in the UK." I'm like, I'm not against it. I've had some, I've had some nice ones. The whole thing is the travel in it. The travel, it's a ball like getting to the airport and then standing around with loads of lids and then waiting for Ryanair to fuck it up and feeling ripped off at security. And then it's a bit eggy. It takes ages. There's queues. And then it's like, oh, are you speedy boarding? No, I'm speedy boarding. You're normal cunt boarding. Like, oh, I just fucking hate it. The whole point with British holidays is you get in the car and you just drive there. I don't want to drive for seven hours. What's Torquay? It's five or six hours, isn't it? I want to do a British holiday where I can be home in an hour and a half. That's where North Wales comes in for me. Yeah, but North Wales is so shit. Like, sorry to any North oh, Wales Oh, it's so not. It's beautiful. What are you talking about? Oh, some lovely bits of North Wales. I used to watch Star Wars in Cricket. No, mate, you can't fuck with North Wales. I went, to, I went there. Patheli, Cricket, Port Maddock. As a child, I a- went Abbasock. I went to Port Maddock and got told it was called that because they changed it from Port Mad Dog, and there was a, a ghost of a rabid dog that uh, ate children. My uncle told me that who took us. And when we were walking around the port, I swear to God, I'm not. I'm, don't press it because I'm not. I'm not lying. I really thought you were... I didn't know where you were going. My uncle told me there was a ghost of a rabid dog that ate children. And I believed him. Because I was open-minded when I was a kid. Yeah. And we were walking around the port. And there was a fucking dog on its own. And I cried like a fucking baby. Because you thought it was a ghost dog? I thought the ghost dog was coming to eat me. And your uncle's just there going... Good. He also told us another ghost story on that camping trip about uh, a scarecrow that uh, if you see it in its natural habitat, like in the field, and it was in the local area, they've banned scarecrows. So if you see a scarecrow, it'll, it comes to your tent that night and it, it'll fucking kill you. 
And we went walking up a hill or a mountain or whatever the next day. Fucking scarecrow halfway up it on this little farm. And later that night, I'm just watching the tent, and I had like a like a a vision of a, a scarecrow coming in and attacking me, but it didn't happen. I was just like having an anxious thought. I thought I was getting killed by dogs and scarecrows. It's your best mate, Carl. My business partner. Your best mate. And now he's holding that shit against the whole of North Wales. Yeah, <laughs> yeah North Wales is fucking shit. They've got like pedo scarecrows and oh, fucking but they also, they murder. They shut the sunset, didn't they? So that was annoying as well. Right. Landon now's got a really nice gig though. Venue Cumbri. Can we put it on the list of, you know, when we do our first tour of Have a Word, <laughs> have a word Live? I mean, 2025 with the way oh, this no, pandemic's going in. When we've done the free shows, where, where's on our list? Donny Dome, Skem, Houston, Port Maddock, Torquay. We're growing. Coventry. Coventry. The yeah. Rico Arena in Coventry. We're doing the Rico Arena. <laughs> Finish on that one. Um, let's have a break. This has been a weird one, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a weird one. Really enjoyed it. <laughs> it's been my favourite for ages, you know. So we've got a brand new sponsor today, guys. It is Manscaped. These are the best in men's below-the-belt grooming, and Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched in the UK. We've gone years without using the right tools over here. They've been massive in America for a while, and you could be one of the first men in the country to experience this stuff. At the amount of times I have nicked around my pub area, then gone for a shower, and it stings like fuck, is exactly why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved lawnmower 3.0 the third lawnmower and it features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents no more nicking those balls when i say this is premium i mean it it's the best razor i've ever used the battery lasts an hour and a half the water resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower one of the coolest features is the led light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming you get a little torch on your balls They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with the Quiet Stroke trademark technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. That looks boss, the charging stand. It looks nice, not that ugly. Not going to make your bathroom look all non-fancy. I know you've just had it done up because it's been locked down and that. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Let's get that bush to touch clean. Let's get the balls to the gooch all tidy and shiny. And you can get 20% off because you listen to this amazing podcast podcast and free shipping you get that with the code word at manscaped.com so go to manscaped.com and apply the code word word that's w-o-r-d when you check out and your balls are gonna be thanking you get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code word at manscaped.com two mics two leads and a lot of time on their hands this is have a word oh Yes! Not the first time you've played the bell, is it? <laughs> Great humour, Adam. I can see why you where you are in British comedy. <laughs> One of my favourite comedians. Have a fucking word, lads. What a great all capitals title of an email. Have a fucking word, lads. Wagwan, brethren. Oh my God, I can't believe we started Wagwan. Um, why, why can't you believe it? 
Because because right. you don't think he's black. No, he's white. You, you, did you, you, he's, he's white in my head. Exactly. Well, now imagine he's black. He sounds. Right. Read it that way. I would never presume. Wagwan, brethren. Wagwan, brethren. Did you see that guy do that on uh, CBBS? It went viral. There was a little clip. He was like doing an art class, and he went up to one of the kids. The kids are like seven, and he's just like starting the chat. And it was meant to be like, "So, what are you up to, Jamie? What have you painted?" And he went, "Wagwan." And the kid went, "What?" <laughs> Beautiful moment. <laughs> the loads of parents. You know, you, you know, parents like recording. Like, what is the BBC doing? Like, the guy's just trying to be cool and. The Beaver's been in trouble this week, haven't they? Because they've said the N word twice. Two different people on the BBC in the past few days have said oh. the N word. Yeah, um, and like <clears throat> not in a. And how did they pronounce it? What voice did they? And not in in a white middle class woman voice because they're the bitches who were saying it. Oh. Um, <laughs> so you're not having to go at ends, but you have a fucking massive dig at W's. Yeah, absolutely. That's not the same protected class, is it? No, no, it's not. Are you telling me that you think bitch is as offensive as the N word? I think it should be. Do you? I'm taking a new stance okay. on this podcast. I'm going to cut that clip out. And I'm going <laughs> to put it on Twitter. I think we should use the B word. It's time for our new host <laughs> with Adam Marner's podcast, Dan's <laughs> being kettled. Dan's fucking lost in his own vagina. <laughs> oh, that was a loud vagina, wasn't it, for our, uh, for our colleagues that work in the science centre? <laughs> I don't worry about that sort of stuff. I've stopped worrying about it. Do you know when we did, first did our episode recording? Holes! I was a little worried. We shouted nonce so loud one one episode, but now I'm over it. Like this is look they knew Wag- what, they knew what they were getting sort of when we moved in. <laughs> I see what you mean, <laughs> but the people who rent the offices around us did not know what they were getting. They were like, "Oh, there's new tenants." They had no idea. But you, when we rang up the tech people, they were there, they were like, ooh, the podcast people. We're like, okay, good. Our reputation's getting round. Fisting! I'll stop it. Wagwan, brethren. <laughs> How do I say this? <laughs> oh, you've just got a car laughing at fisting. <laughs> yeah, but do you melt dicks? Oh. <laughs> Wagwan, brethren. How many times am I going to say Wagwan? Do you want to show I really lean into it? <laughs> Wagwan, brethren. Anon- Anal gaping! Anonymous. <laughs> Uh, our mate has got a new bird and she's an actual bin. She slags off all our mates and makes comments and being a fucking dick to everyone we know. She told our mate to have a go at one of us and even made my bird cry at a party because she spoke to her to start a conversation. She spoke to her to start a conversation and called her a cunt and walked off mid-convo. Please have a word. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking anonymous is... You must, like... I know normally when we do this, obviously, I, in a jovial, non-realistic way, mm. Mm. I this tend is to take the misogynistic route for comedy purposes. I really wish you'd prefaced every fucking jokey misogyny with that. It would have taken the sting out of it. There was a point, I don't know if you're up to catch caught up to the episodes, Carl, where he was in the middle of his like pandemic grump. There was about three have a words in a row where at the end we were like... <laughs> Who hurt you? Anyway. Um, but now you think it's got to be me that turns. You, you've you got, like... You, you, I lean into a character for comedy purposes 
But you know women like this. Women who infest friendship groups, fucking Yoko Ono cunts who just try and, like, like just hook you away from your friends. No, no, no. Come with me. Come with me. No, let's have two babies. And you'll never be volleying women up the ass in town ever again. I'm talking about a very specific person and he now knows who it is. Where, where did you go to in your head then? Um, first of all, I don't just take a stance for comedy purposes. But have you ever thought in your white, cisgendered, privileged role that this woman is in love with this guy and feels threatened? Feels threatened because she's being talked about behind her back like this. She's new. She's met someone she likes. She's been introduced to all her mates, all his mates, and now, and now she is being attacked. She's a contract. Oh, Adam! She's trapping. Oh no, it's not. She's trapping him with a pussy. She's trapping him with a pussy. Who's routines that? She's trapping him. With Sounds like Patrice or something. I think it's Eddie Murphy. Well known women's rights activist. <laughs> Me trap you with the pussy. Um, no, she doesn't sound great, does she? No, she sounds like a fucking nightmare, and we all know people like this. Yeah, we ah, there you go, there you go, Adam. People, we all know people like this. Well, right here we go. Ready? This is the new laptop. He's fucking. This is thirty like, years old. This this and stands this, the test of time just to this day. <laughs> the test of time. He says the word. He says the faggot about forty three times in the first two and a half minutes, yeah. and that is should have said the f word. But there's two there's two f words. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. You, you can't do that now that you've already said it. You've committed. Stick I, with it. I've broke. I've broke the fag barrier. Yeah. Um, but that routine. Yeah. I get it. It's an old it's, trapping. It's an old generalization. It's not. It's kind of funny. There's That's what she's doing now. Yeah. It's new vagina. He's all like really excited. He's like, oh yeah, finally in with this one. This yeah. is great. She's fit, whatever. And she's just like no, she slowly, sounds like a slowly eroding. It's not like an immediate thing. Your friends see it before you do. But what she'll be is like she's like, Oh, you going out on Saturday, are you? Okay, is Alan gonna be there oh okay don't worry about it and then she'll just let that settle and then three weeks later was that Alan was was Alan dead drunk again oh he was yeah and then three weeks after that Alan's a knob you know, I don't I don't like you I know he's your mate Alan. I know you've known him for ages but and that is how it works and piece by piece she pulls friend after friend away from you until you strip down to your bare she balls. gaslights you she almost gaslights you uh, your friends honestly well, no, but honestly I know you're mates with them I know you're mates with them but they are dicks am I just am I wrong just objectively they are dickheads though aren't they every mate every lad's mates are dicks 
And she, it doesn't matter. It's all a fucking manipulative thing. So that's yes, just you. This girl is a bell end. Yes. Now will you concede that there are men that do this shit as well? If we're going to generalise, I assume that somewhere in the world there is. Fuck, he doesn't. He, honestly, <laughs> considering this is faux misogyny, he doesn't like taking a fucking step back on it. No, there of are loads there are. of horrible gaslighting, manipulative fucking boyfriends. Of course there are. Of course I'm fucking around. What, are you going out in that dress with your thighs? <laughs> it was just your voice, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's what men could say. So that's what I... You're right. She's a bellend. But we yeah. need to also put the little fucking caveat in... It's not just not women that do this. But I'm not saying it is. Why do I have to add that caveat when that's not what I've said? I'm not saying even women are manipulative cunts. I'm saying, saying this, this one. one is. Right, okay. Yeah, this twat, this fucker, the um, one we've got to have a word with, the whole point of the fucking show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rat, just, twat, sh- fucking knob. Right, good. And also, will you admit that Eddie Murphy Raw has not fucking stood the test of time? Um, I think... <laughs> You have to judge it from the time it's in. It's like nostalgia from when you watched it when you were young. Yeah. Except Star Wars wasn't hateful towards saying, gay people. I'm not saying everything he's saying there is acceptable. But, you know, it's funny. at the time, it's funny. there's a, there's a theatre of thousands of people dying laughing at it. So it was acceptable enough that no one in that theatre stood up and said, what the fuck are you doing? It's not... He wasn't the problem. Society was the problem. Mm. Yeah. That's almost like saying, listen, Hitler got loads of people at his rallies. They fucking loved it. They all wore the uniforms. It's not really Hitler's fault, is it? They just loved a big old jamboree. No, that's not what I'm saying. Because Hitler was the leader. He wasn't He wasn't campaigning against gay rights. Eddie Murphy was the leader in that night, though, wasn't he? He was a comedian. Yeah. He's not... He's not yeah, just being a comedian doesn't mean you can't be accused of anything. And as I'm saying that as a comedian, it, it means you should get the benefit of the doubt when it comes to jokes. Yeah, but if Hitler had just done a few callbacks and they're like, Zikail, ah, who's drinking?" I think Hitler, where Hitler and Eddie Murphy differ, yeah, is the purple one suit. of them made jokes about gay people, yeah. and one of them murdered six million people. Yeah, at least. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And counting. But they both had a really stylish stage wear, didn't they? Exactly. <laughs> the purple leather suit. Grey mustaches. And the like, <laughs> yeah, little mustaches. <laughs> Can you not watch Eddie Murphy Raw now? You're telling me you don't enjoy it's it? It's not dated well. It's on the wall! It's not. It's not. It's not. That is Raw. Oh, is it Raw? It's not aged particularly well. No, of course it hasn't, but what does? Friends is dead offensive if you watch it. No, it's not. It is. No. It is. If you judge it by today's standards, it no, is. No, hang on. I'm not talking about today's standards. I struggle to watch Eddie Murphy Raw in places you're like, it's not aged. L- then you watch Richard Pryor, and you're literally going, none of this is a problem. Right. But I'm telling you, dropping the F-bomb as many times that bomb as many times as Eddie Murphy does in the first four yeah. minutes, you can be like... Which I, no, it's by a dif- the way, I'm not saying that's no, acceptable of course, of course. It's, you can be like, it's a different time and everything, but I'm saying, I like a lot of Eddie Murphy's bits if you pull them out and everything, mm-hmm. but anyone who goes, Eddie Murphy... Well, I mean, traditionally, and I might be talking a little bit out of turn, but in 
the black American popular like black American culture does have a problem with its <laughs> this is so loaded homophobia yeah yeah you're talking like hip hop culture hip hop's still very I mean, homophobic still, absolutely still today still yeah. still today yeah um, just me watching it it's not as a, it's not particularly comfortable when you're watching it at home I'm like I never feel that about Richard Pryor. So if we're talking about what's age well and what's not age well, I'm not saying it's age well. I don't. I never watch Friends being like, "Oh, this is dreadful." But some people do, of course. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm not talking about some people. I'm talking about me. Right. I'm I'm a comedian. I'm not touchy about stuff like this. And some of that special, do you I, I wouldn't be- hold that as the greatest stand-up ever. Do like, you think you would have watched it at the time and felt like that? I think I'd have been eight years old thinking, what the fuck am I doing here? But if you were this age then, how did I get brought I mean? to this? There's a, there's a reason. It's very, that's mate, that's very, di- that's but, almost, that's almost like saying, well, what if you were in the 1950s? Would you have talked about like the Irish in a derogatory way? Like, how do you know unless you've lived in that, like, exactly. you've lived in that's those times? I don't think that's a great, I know what you mean, but I can't project how, because you've got your moral compass from today, haven't you? Exactly. And he's got his moral compass from then. Right. And I'm saying it's not aged well. And yeah. I'm saying Richard Pryor, you have none of those issues. So Richard Pryor was funnier than that without using any derogatory terms. Yeah. I sound like a Daily Mail wife going, why can't you just do comedy without swear words? <laughs> What's funny about talking about religion like I, I know I sound like but I'm just from personal experience that really just, I don't know I even yeah there's even Bernie Mac stuff and I fucking love Bernie Mac I love Bernie Mac stand up more than I love Eddie Murphy's mm-hmm. and there's a whole thing from the Kings of Comedy when he's talking <gasps> about his six year old nephew that he's raising being a man <laughs> and it's funny stand up but that is that's one of those words that now you're like, oh, that's a bad word. Ten years ago, you're like, Ooh. it's a bad word. And then ten years before that, in twenty like, years, you'd be like, I cannot believe people were talking like that. You know, I'm pretty sure my dad's called me that word when I was a kid. Like, you know, if I was crying from like, <laughs> you twist your ankle, and he's like, oh, don't be a fucking, yeah. My dad just wasn't around, so it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> Where was he? <laughs> In a house with a woman called Linda. <laughs> wasn't dead. Wasn't dead. He just fucked off. But let's not let's not get into that. It's not really probably, I w- probably wouldn't want to get into that on a podcast. If anyone feels anyone feels sorry for me, stop being a faggot. Ooh. Two buttons. Great. I'm really glad with how this has gone. That's a, an interesting conversation. A very interesting conversation. Do you I, know what? I felt like we agreed with each other there, but we were both communicating poorly. Mate. No. Adam. Order. If oh, we can't yeah. st- sit here and say, I don't, I'm not sure I agree, it's going to be fucking boring. We agree on a lot. Mm. I like that we've got different opinions about that stuff. I'm not even saying, I'm not, I don't even think I'm articulating my point particularly well. I'm not anti Eddie Murphy. I've watched him his stand up. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to cancel Eddie Murphy from 30 years ago. An incredible performer. Just think it's noteworthy that that does not sit well. 
Just the notion of you being anti Eddie Murphy. Also, the pussy- he releases a new special and you change your profile pictures to him with a big red cross to it. No more Eddie Murphy. No. Black Lives Matter, but except for <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Hercules. Well, he was excellent in that. He was excellent in the Nutty Professor. Isn't it fair. quite weird that Eddie Murphy went from such controversial comedy to the point where two comedians are talking about the level to which it is controversial 30 years later he went from that to the best children's entertainer who's ever lived <laughs> the, but, but uh, to your point no contra- controversy then there's no controversy then that that Raw was on fucking HBO wasn't it yeah he was about how old was he then about 22 like, like 21 that, yeah. years old yeah man he's I'm just talking about how it's aged. It wasn't even controversial at the time. He's a fucking megastar of comedy. And the American comics talk about him in very reverential terms. Of, because I don't think we can quite appreciate... To the guys like Segura and Burr, who we all like look up to, Murphy was like... like Dave Chappelle was from a generation comedy-wise, even though they're the same age-ish. Dave Chappelle had been going before Bill Burr. Dave Chappelle was like a made man at like 20, 21 years old. And was it Killing Me Softly he did in 98? Like, Bill yeah. Burr was only getting going. Like, he was only a few years Dave in at Chappelle that point. Is, like, a little bit younger, you know. But Bill Burr was like, Dave Chappelle was the fucking man. And then Dave Chappelle, a, a whole nother- Dave Chappelle is f- six years younger than Bill Burr. Yeah. And was already long gone because Burr started comedy later than Chappelle. But yeah. Murphy, Eddie Murphy's from a whole fucking chunk before that. He's, his influence is massive. I, I just think. Yeah, he's <laughs> got a good accountant, Dave Chappelle, because it says here his net worth is sixty uh, fifty million dollars, and I know for a fact he got sixty million for his Netflix specials. So you're telling me he was ten million dollars in debt before they came in? Yeah, I love the net worths. That's, yeah. I do that for everything now. Someone's died. Let's see how much they died. I check for people's net worth. I man. love it, and, and you know people love it because when you put you put someone's what name in. Is? Oh, can I guess? Yeah, go on. 380 million I reckon it's more Okay Eddie Murphy net worth 160 million Yeah but he's been sticking his dick in places hasn't he Yeah Yeah he's got He's had to pay Mel B some of that fucking money (laughs) For a fucking hour If you wanna be my lover You better give me 100 mil Eddie you bastard I need four bed in Bartley Jerry Seinfeld net worth 500 950 million dollars. Oh, come on, Jerry. Sponsor the pod. <laughs> You've got 950. We just want one. He's the first um, billionaire comedian, wasn't he? He's obviously bought some cars or something because he's. <laughs> I thought you'd had a fucking aneurysm. He's the first billionaire comedian. 950 million. Nobody was. Like, it was. It was he was named that a, uh, a couple of years ago. I remember he did this really funny bit. I went to see him at like a secret show in London. I think I've mentioned it to you before. Yeah. And. Uh, he was on stage and he was like, you know I don't have to be here. How much must I love stand-up comedy? They've printed how much money I've got and I'm in this fucking room with you people. <laughs> I have seen now so many variations of mega wealthy comics do, do that. the I'm rich, we all know it. And Him and Ricky Gervais are the two that do it a lot. F- Mickey Flanagan fucking nails it. Yeah. When Mickey's like, oh, I'm from a council house, you know that. It's well documented. <laughs> but I'm doing all right. <laughs> I put it bluntly, I'm fucking minted. He's, and, and you literally don't resent it at all. I saw Ellen DeGeneres, I've said this on the pod fucking way back, Ellen DeGeneres doing it for the start of her special, 
got fucking old so quick like and so i wake up and just like you i'm just like you and then i go downstairs well, like theme, and, and my butler makes me a thing and you're like ah ha, 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 ha. you're not like you're dead rich and then she did the joke at least five times in the first two minutes you're like whoa god are you a musical comedian she's been cancelled now hasn't she Helen. for what for just being a cunt to her staff yeah hey like like making a staff like Go and get me a fucking coffee. And they're like, oh, fucking hell. I'm sorry. What? Is that every under 22-year-old fucking worker in history has been treated like that? That's the whole of my fucking work experience, isn't it? Where did you get to do your work experience? Where was it? Evans Halshaw, Ford Garage. I made right. a brutal mistake. Mum went, what well, you Whoever the guy is who runs that fucking Cancel branch, him. you could get him fucked off. You know what we were talking about, the F word, before... I don't think the people of Evans, Halshaw, Preston give two shits about cancel <laughs> culture. I think they give a shit about cam belts because they were racist. Where do you want to go with this? Ellen, racism, four garages. Imbruglia Networth. In who? Natalie Imbruglia. Imbruglia? Read it how you see it. Imbruglia. Natalie Imbruglia. How much? Why did you think of Natalie Imbruglia? Adam, having Google on a laptop in front of you is really dangerous. Do you know fourteen how, million dollars? How the fuck has she got the, at least thirteen and a half? He's only got three million. You know, isn't that mad? Because the Spice Girls were fucking massive. Yeah, but she's dicked it. She's dicked it on Batley property. Batley property. He's got ADD, mate. He's genuinely got ADD, hasn't he? Yeah. Is, was he like this as a kid? This is this is a, a fucking blessing and a curse because we get to know net worth. Where is he now? Who fucking knows? He's got Natalie and Bruglia that PSE can't say. Now he's on Mel B. Where are you now, Mel C? Lee Carsley. Lee William. <laughs> oh, can we call this a pause? Between one and five million. Lee Carsley. He's got more than fucking Mel B. For former Everton midfielder. Former. Awful Everton midfielder <laughs> has got two million dollars more than Mel B, who's been banging out fucking wannabe and sucking Eddie Murphy's dick for twenty years, and he he's got more money for very mediocre performances in centre midfield. <laughs> Are we calling that a pot? Where are you going? Share I- Lloyd. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. Two mil. A million less than Mel B. Fuck off. Mel B is fucking Cayman Islands here, though. There's no way she's only got a million quid more than Cher Lloyd. Nah. Nah. Not having it. How's Mel B only got three million? What's she done there? She's fucked that up. Just buy property. Scratch cards. (laughs) Manchester, isn't it? You know, Mel B is so hard. Manchester, what? She's from Manchester, isn't she? She's she's from West West Yorkshire, isn't she, Mel B? She sounds mank, though. She's from Yorkshire. Hey, she's from, uh, she's uh, from near Leeds. Hey, uh, uh. Yeah. I'm thinking of Bo Selector, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, but Me- Bo Selector, oh, this has gone off the fucking rails. <laughs> it was easier talking about homophobia in Eddie Murphy's special than Mel B from the Spice Girls being definitely from West Yorkshire. Robert Carlyle. Right, we're done. <laughs> we're calling a pod. We're calling a pod. We're just saying fucking names. How much is Freddie Quinn? Put put Freddie Quinn in net worth. Um, Ten million, Robert Carlyle. 
For my team. I thought you could say Freddie Quinn. <laughs> He's doing well on them garden gigs. Thanks for watching and listening, everyone. Well, the merch what it says about Paul Smith. Shut the fuck up. He's Paul got nice teeth. Comedian. Nice teeth and a fit bird. Oh, I typed in Paul Smith comedian N, and the first thing that pops up is new girlfriend. That means people are searching that look. <laughs> Paul, com- Paul, Paul Smith comedian Netflix. Net worth. Right. Oh, it's not in there. Right, well, can we end the pod? <laughs> Adam. <laughs> He's gone. Uh, the merch is available. Have a word. Have a word. You okay? Have a word pod.com. He's lost his fucking mind. Barry from EastEnders is worth half a mil. Gordon Burns. No, Sean Williamson. Stop just saying names. I just want to see Gordon Burns. Keith. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for... Um, in, you know, if you've not seen the episodes on YouTube with Paul Smith and Justin Morehouse, go back and listen to them. The Patreon is patreon.com slash haveawordpod. The Patreon exclusive episode out every Thursday. Are we closing the pod off, Adam? Who are you net worth in? Barry Chuckles got five mil. Fuck off, Barry Chuckles has got five million. Yeah, he's got two Mel B's. <laughs> what a great way of measuring your wealth. Oh yeah, oh Jeff Bezos is doing fucking brilliant. He's Remember we used to measure people's dicks in school by the length of can't say the name. Oh yeah, yeah. Can I close the pot off? We done? If you want, yeah. I'm I'm alright for the rest of the day now. <laughs> I'm just gonna stay here. I don't think everyone else is. I think we're down a rabbit hole. Steven Seagal. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> you can't. We've got to close on Seagal. Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, 78 million 16 oh he's fucked that up that's only s- s- 6 mil <laughs> 16 mil right thanks for listening we will uh, see all the patrons on he looks like he's off a, off like a picture from a Chinese restaurant Fuck wall doesn't he my actual life what's going on I've got a family to get back to like tell me that if this picture was on a Chinese restaurant wall you wouldn't even bat an eye on it, would you? No, he just look he looks like a big what fat he looks like a big fat Chinaman. Um c- <sighs> Do you wanna do you wanna close off the pod? I am alright. You can finish it up yourself. What do you want? Alan Kerbishley. It's just talk amongst yourselves. I feel weird that I can't close the pod off until you've Sweet. You say goodbye. Um, Greg, have we got a song? And are you done? <laughs> no one's still listening. They're fucking playing the song to no one. We're playing the band from Star Wars featuring Mel B. <laughs> Stop being stupid now. Got things to do. Song is by Lord Green. Lord Green, Pete Summer. Uh, check it out online. Nice way to end what has been a fucking ridiculous pod. Carl, it's an absolute pleasure to have you. Please go to haveawordpod.com if you want to get... <laughs> Done this, you prick. While you were in fucking Barry Chuckle, I was doing that. No, no, not another one. We've done. He's going... He's, he's reaching for the laptop. See you guys. Bye, Felicia. Fuck you. Ooh. 
screaming from the pit Beneath the palm trees Baby girl and she all mine Now I got a baby girl and she all mine 